It's the second cup of Joe and John with Joe Elvis and John Dwyer. John, greetings. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. We always try to be like, when did they record the show? In March? August? It's so evergreen. You just don't know. Because we don't talk about current events. But you can't now because your coat has divulged it for anyone watching on the video. It is the holidays. I love the holidays, man. I know you do. I don't want to work. I'm not not as much as... Full of cheer as you are. I just worked. Well, you both and I, we both worked in broadcasting. And yes. so I just, it just, always it just, worked the it, was, it was, yeah. So you, what's the theory behind It's Christmas. Nobody's need watching local news at six and 10, but you, you had to answer. We the need bell. our best guy. John, you're on. Yeah. It's Christmas. <laughs> it was it me is. and the stash going back and forth for many years. Stash, popular. <laughs> do you want, do you want week, you know, do you want holiday or did you, you know, so we worked. Yeah, we worked it out. I feel good about this show. I'm, I, 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 I've not question. been nervous about this show though. No, I, I think, think I'm a little, I don't know. I think we feel confident because we do this show all the time, but I think we're going to get waxed by our other side of the table on comedy and general truth and justice. I don't know what that meant, but I will roll into that perhaps. Uh, when you uh, Do you ever do the dishes? I yes, I'd like to think that I'm the dish guy. I'm the laundry dis- guy. I'm not the fully. I'm not the folder of the laundry. Well, we'll find out. Okay. Yes, yes. we have. We have what you do. Some experts and how in the well room. You do it. So <laughs> when you load the dishwasher, is it forks up or forks down? Uh, either. I don't care. Sometimes I, I stab myself. Sometimes I don't. No, I do. There's a correct the, way. Forks down. Okay. Just for the reason you said, a knife that's pointed up. Yeah. You reach in there. Damn. I've drawn blood. Uh, sure. Emptying the dishwasher. Yeah. So it would be knife well, down. Knife, knife. Well, I put knives down, but forks and spoons, I don't I don't So care. when you're loading them in there, that one time every six months, you just randomly heave them in there? A little bit. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, and I, I, here's another thing. Uh, well, we're going to find out so many things about just us. better watch your answer. Do you, all right. Do you, do you make your bed every, do you make your bed every morning? I make the bed every morning. I am by far the better bed maker. I get up. The deal is you get up, you make the bed instantly. And we don't uh, let it linger. No, not. It's not noon. You walk in there and it looks just like it did, but uh, it's just a great theory. That's the first task of the day accomplished. I know. And if I've you have seen a the bad big, day, uh, uh, you come home and at least your bed's made. Okay. Yeah. We don't do that. No. As a we, let's just get right to it. Hey, we know people. Let's take a spin through Joe and John's Rolodex. Landing on K and L. That is for, this is why it's a special show. It's fun. Our wives yeah. are here today. They agree. Just to prove that we do one of these. <laughs> just so they, I know they have proof. But they weren't, they really, what are you guys doing at Old Hickory? You're playing golf. Probably. You guys are getting in 27, aren't you? At least, ooh, no. that would be nice. I know that would be. Uh, hey, uh, by the way, it's so great. It's Kim, your Kimmy, yep. and my Lindley. We've talked about them, uh, I think, pretty uh, yes. uh, liberally on, on the show, and we sure. credit them. And there's nothing I say, well, we're going to find out. I don't think I've said anything <laughs> that would make her cringe. However, Oh, by the way, hi, girls. Hi. <laughs> okay. All right, that's enough. Um, <laughs> that's good. How is that? Now, Lindley's sitting next to me, and, and Kim is across the table from you. Uh, Lindley, why did you want to sit uh, next to me? I just so I could squeeze your leg if you started going down a road I didn't like. <laughs> <laughs> it gets code for that's inappropriate. Good. So, Lindley, we'll launch right into that. Does John do the dishes in the house at all? 
he's really great about household chores. Um, the, the thing with the dishwasher is he likes to speed load. He doesn't care if things are right side up or upside down. So a lot of the time when you're trying to unload the dishwasher, the cups are full of water, <laughs> splash uh, out everywhere. <laughs> nice. So he does, he loads the dishwasher and then you follow up and put them in there correctly. Oh, I just appreciate the help. It's a good job. Good answer. <laughs> John, but have you ever poured out that water? I pour it out and down. then I rinse it out and then the hell with it. It's going to be up. It's going in the cu- it's going in the cupboard and I feel like Same they're thing. pretty. I feel like they're washed twice. I like they're washed <laughs> twice. I don't know, but um, what is it about? Uh, and maybe this is the first thing where you squeeze my leg. I, I've never been. I guess I made my bed when I was a kid, but I just. It's not our thing, and it, I don't know. Well, because you all are up at like five thirty in the morning, and and truth be told, reason. we're up more like at ten, yeah. so we have a little more time <laughs> to do our bed. Where you're rushing out the door to do work workouts and things. Yeah. Okay. Are you buying that? Sounds good to me. Yeah, okay. But uh, this is a little bit of a confession. Okay. When Joe's not here. Sometimes the bed's not mm. made right away. Mm. And Going rogue on you. Not a surprise at all. Confession yeah. number one on the wives. <laughs> the over under on this uh, podcast will be but about then 50. Do you, uh, you, so you unload the dishwasher, then that's a battle in our house. The dishes are clean. And maybe it's a day, maybe it's two days. Like, who's going to unload those things? <laughs> that's when we get our sons to do it. But, um, yeah, our do dog doesn't know how to. No, no thumbs. Would you, so would you just can't, can't put the, the dishes dish, away. Do you live out of the dishwasher? No, I wouldn't do that. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. No, not not at all. Girls, thank you for being here. We know that this is a. Uh, uh, well, Kim, you've done radio, right? I did. Yeah, I give us your radio. You just gave it to us, kind of in the pre-check. Oh, uh, yeah. It's good. Go ahead. Quiet, everybody. And here we go. W A E Z Easy One Hundred Six Point Three Huntington Ashland Ironton. Oh why God. wasn't she the breadwinner? Was it? Up? Why would? Why? <laughs> you got your careers mixed up, dude. So she actually went. Uh, that was in Morgantown. That was Huntington. Huntington, West Virginia. And um, she went to the uh, Siesta Bowl, the Fiesta Bowl, the something bowl. What was it? It was Fiesta with an F. Well, yeah. <laughs> 1988, uh, 89. Yes. Who were you playing? Wow. Uh, I, it was WVU, and I don't know. Who was it? West Are Virginia? Are you kidding me? It was West Virginia. And Notre Dame. Oh, no. Oh, was Notre Dame? Think- were you there, too? How about that? I was not there. Oh. I was working in well, little piddly Fort Myers, well, where you grew glamorous. up, part of your growing up. Here's how glamorous WAEZ was. We were doing breaks from a payphone. <laughs> so we'd, we'd be out there. We didn't even have a Marty. We'd go right to the payphone and talk back to Huntington about what was going on in the game. And he spent so much money to fly us out there. We stayed at a resort. We went to the game, and then we'd walk in and do our breaks from a payphone. <laughs> did, hey, did, hey, Ralph, did you get the quarters? No, I thought you were going to get the quarters. No, I thought you got the quarters. No, it's a correct call. It's a collect call or something like that. I don't know. Remember those collect calls? And didn't you also have to unscrew the phone? and put a little uh, so it didn't sound so yeah some sort of mic we had an engineer out there with us yeah. Oh, so what did you? We did. We had two news. To, to hand you the phone? <laughs> two news girls and an engineer. Well, we did do some sort of an interview from the hotel, and the, the engineer had like a line running from our room to his room. That's I, creepy, is what that is. Weird. Oh, yeah, you should get sued for that. Now. So tell a story. Why were you there? You were covering we sports. We were covering, were covering yeah, West I was covering what? sports. We were covering the. I didn't know you basketball. had that in your past. Well, I, I was a news girl, but they sent us out there. Rather than the DJs, I don't know. He was kind of excited that WVU was in it. That's very cool. Lindley, uh, no broadcast experience. She didn't even know who I, well, a lot of people didn't know who I was when we met. 
right? She's she's like, right? I mean, nobody. I she's like, I don't know. I think he's kind of cute. I don't know. Well, you tell the story. I, I not not how we met. We've kind of well worn that. But um, this, is it like this is the first time in front of a microphone? Yeah, I was a nervous wreck, and I Kim walks up, puts the headset on, feels very comfortable in front of the microphone. Clearly, yeah, but you have notes. I don't need to have notes. I'm just as my wife prepared. My I have no idea, but she wouldn't let me see these notes. Nope. I don't know. And she, you know, uh, with both of you, uh, Lindley, let's let's rewind just a little bit. Lindley, uh, we've talked about the workhouse uh, in East Nashville. Uh, the Dwyers are East Nashville, 37206, heavy, and uh, and love it out there. So in the workhouse now, you have your interior design business. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it called? And talk about how you how you built that from nothing into what's a, a great, successful uh, interior design business here in what is an enormously growing city. Oh, so, so proud of her. Yeah, thanks so much. It's called Line, L-Y-N-E. Um, we're just a small firm. And kind of like you and John, I have the business with my best friend, um, Shane and Makula. We've been doing it together. This will be the 10th year starting in um, January. About to celebrate 10 years. Is that right? 10 years together? Or no, eight years. years, years, Yeah. Yeah. But you started like 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Great story about how you uh, uh, did some. (laughs) <laughs> worked for some bigger design firms. We don't have to mention names and, and all that uh, because what goes around comes around. But uh, when you decided to leave, I, I like your story about how you uh, just one day. <laughs> yeah, I've been going through it a little bit and it takes a very supportive husband to, stop, to run a business and be an more. entrepreneur. So I'm very thankful for John for supporting me. But yeah, I called him one morning. I, um, I was at the Y working out. You were at the Y. Hey, baby, what are you doing? (laughs) Having pancakes and champagne because I just quit my job. (laughs) (laughs) She was at Nashville with a good buddy of mine, uh, David Osborne, because he, I mean, she needed to go with somebody, but she just says, I quit. We kind of knew that was coming, but uh, what it, and then you started your own firm and it's worked out very, very well. So when you do a gig in interior design, you've done hotels, you do businesses, you know, what's that like? Where Where does your creative side so uh, you might not be used to the microphone, but your creativity is is soaring when you look at something and have to make it what someone's telling you they want. You have to have that vision, which is a lot of artists don't have and you have. So uh, talk about what's a typical job. Maybe you do a hotel, an office. And yeah. how do you how do you make that happen? I appreciate that. Um, yes. Right now, the Nashville market um, multifamily is really hot. So we're doing a lot of um, high rise luxury towers um, with a really wonderful client. We have now GBT Realty um, getting to play with the big boys, which is very exciting for us getting to do some, you know, dream projects. I'm very, very grateful for um, and just thankful that Nashville is such an explosive city right now. There's so much going on. So it's cool. It is. It's, it's great watching you all work. In she doesn't like house. talking about herself. I, I, I can do it all the time, all day. And I don't mean me talking about me. I can do that. Okay, you execute that you well. Know. But we, we talk about, we've had many guests, uh, we talk Nashville a lot, how uh, it doesn't matter if it's interior design or a business or something. Everybody starts somewhere on that one day, that Nashville with pancakes and champagne. That day you leave your job and you go in a new direction. It's a very exciting time, Lindley, and you're 
you're uh, you've got Shannon, but a couple of other gals that work there too for you. And it's it's just a beehive activity because this is where this podcast started was in your closet on the second floor, <laughs> <laughs> which is not not really glamorous. We just I know you and I looked around. We go, we got some, about sixty years of broadcast experience. We're like, how in the how did we get here? Yeah, come but out no. of the closet. But boys. it was <laughs> that was inappropriate. We're gonna have Maybe. to edit that out. Noise, Justin flagged that. Noise sounds That's wrong. not. We're gonna. She's not gonna be funnier than us. Well, who cares? Uh, but no. Well, only for uh, Christmas got me a an I I uh, a microphone, and she said, "Man, you've been talking about podcasts, and then one thing led to another." But um, you've got Kim. You've got like I didn't know you did radio, and then you uh, did you go right into being a flight attendant or what mm -hmm. other? No, my first job was I used to train dolphins and sea lions. In Fort Lauderdale. Or if you know dimples, peppers, is... squirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Wait a laughs> Just you did intro. what? Yeah. I used to train doll. I was a broadcast major, but well, my that, first job. That's an obvious segue. Somebody said, Hey, you want to train dolphins? And they basically threw you in the pool, see how you look with your hair wet. And I guess I looked okay and I could talk, so I got the job. So you didn't have to be a marine biologist back then. Apparently but. not. <laughs> you just know just how to talk. say dolphin yeah. or something or talk with them. So I did that for two years in Fort Lauderdale, and it was wonderful. And the dolphins' names, they had names. Oh, gosh, there were a lot of them. But that particular segment was Dimples, Pepper, Squirt. We had Cindy, <laughs> <laughs> Mabel, Penny. Um so well, you, I mean, all right, so let's just well. get down to it. So you're there, you're single, you're in Fort Lauderdale, you're working there. Uh, it, did you date a lot? Did you, did you, I had, did you I, have a study or? You want, yeah, I come out of college with a guy that. Did you? I'm not with anymore, no. obviously. <laughs> good, good to know. Should I tell him? <laughs> Thank you. Should I tell him the otter story? <laughs> Who? What? No. No. Okay. No, we don't have any time. <laughs> what story? Otter. I don't, you tell whatever story you want. That's your One way or an otter? Yeah, an otter bit me in the crotch. Oh, God. Oh, my God. So my nickname was Otterpus. <laughs> Can I say that? All right. Well, now that. we're getting something. Flag that, Justin. First 14 minutes is we're starting right there with the open. Otterpus. Otterpus. Yeah. That's okay. today's episode. Oh, my God. Lindley, do you have any? Uh, no, no. I think anything I, I think. should know. <laughs> have you been bitten by a mammal or a, are they a mammal? Yeah, I guess they are, right? They are They're mammals. not an amphibian. I was, I was bitten by a parrot too, but that was just the hand. <laughs> it's amazing you're even alive that you're here today to talk to us. I do have scars. My oh, but yes, <laughs> mentally, physically, yes, yes, you do. Married uh, thirty. Uh, it feels scars. like it, but I think we're twenty six. Yeah, just had our 26th. Okay. Lindley and I are uh, 20, uh, oh, 12. Do I have that right? Oh, God. Look at your notes and just yeah. let us know what, what we do. Uh, yeah, but uh, July or June 5th, 2010. Now, you were, you were there or not? I'm so sorry. I think you... What's Were you that? there at our at our wedding? Ooh, and I should yes, know that I was at your wedding. Okay, because it was at that I mean, house. We got you the priest, I think, didn't we? Yes, yeah, Tony. Right. The right. You Tommy did get us the priest. It was <laughs> you <laughs> did contribute, Tony. Ninety-five <laughs> degrees, and he wore a herringbone jacket. He did. Just, I said Johnny's going to be late, and he was late. Chad's <laughs> like texting. Where I'm is so he? sorry. I should have known that. But you got us the picture frame, which we still have. By the way, the digital picture frame gift. Ever. It we is. have replicated that a lot with different guests because you don't put them in a book. I mean, right. you rarely do that. Yeah. So 
Lindley, last night or a couple nights ago, I saw you went to a show. I don't even know who it was. Lindley knows bands I've never heard of, and I worked in the music business for 20-plus years. Um, you did go into bands. So talk about uh, who have you seen lately, and I know you guys have taken trips around the country to see some of your favorite bands. Yeah, this Saturday night was like, like a lifelong dream. Um, for me, we went to the Ryman and saw The Smile, which was Tom York and Johnny Greenwood were the founding members of Radiohead and then their drummer. Um, and they had a guest saxophone player, which I thought was just amazing because the saxophone player had opened the show and he was really modest and quiet and still and came out and did this incredible performance. And then later in the show, once the smile had started, he came back on stage and was an integral part of the band that you didn't even realize, but it just made me appreciate that no matter how small you might feel like your part is in the bigger project um it's still vital and important and it was i don't know it was really cool it was magic you know sometimes I, I we'd go watch paint dry there right i mean ryman the ryman uh but uh and we've been uh we've traveled we've gone to columbus we've gone to phoenix we've gone to that's where we've seen radiohead and you you tend and this was one of the cool things about lindley is that i had no I didn't know Radiohead even existed. I didn't listen to him. I just didn't. And now I'm my favorite band. And so she, you know, she she taught me things I never thought was out there. So I thought I thought that was that was kind of pretty good. But yeah, music's always been kind of your jam, don't you think? I mean, you you always we had music in the house all the time, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was. I I do love music. What 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 are you listening to in there? Government I mean, it's, cheese. It's, yeah, <laughs> I love government the cheese. Government cheese. We had a blast at your show, oh, it and so it was great. so cool to see your son there. Oh man, that was amazing. It's we 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 should have all our kids are of age and all are musicians in some way. We should have a cheese kid band, which would be fun. <laughs> Second generation, you can do that. Let yeah. them open. You know, we should have we should have hustled that up and had them do like six songs and get off the stage. What would be a good name for them? Let's say the government che um, cheese sticks. Uh, that didn't take us long. No, that didn't. Cheese sticks. See, we are problem solvers. All right, we're going to go to the next segment here. Justin. Common sense would tell you not to look to Joe and John for this, but time for life lessons from Joe and John. So, Kim, we'll start with you. You're a radio gal. You're training dolphins. And then talk about life lesson. We'd like to have something that, what was it that maybe uh, your next move? You know, what what was it? You're down in South Florida. You're young. Um, you had that weird parted down the middle haircut that I see in pictures. And <laughs> he and I. You want, you want to judge hair? You, want, you really want to start well, that? She also played softball in college, so I was concerned. Uh, so Stetson Hatter. Watch out. So, right fielder right here. <laughs> a life lesson. Right fielder. Yeah, of what was, what's maybe a life lesson or a fork in the road a turn, uh, something that took you from Florida to your next move? Well, you know, I was like, we talked about, I was in radio in Huntington, West Virginia, and I, I only lasted about a year and a half in Huntington. West Virginia is lovely. But it's a tough market. It'll eat you up, girl. Winter It'll was spit not. you out. Yeah, Huntington, tough. So that and Cleveland are the two toughest, I think. Probably okay. Pittsburgh. I don't yeah, know. Pittsburgh, Philly, Philly, right? You Philly boy. Anyway. She hated the weather. A Florida girl in mm -hmm. a West Virginia winter. Ugh. That had a lot to do with it. And I had a friend from Fort Myers that called me and said, "Have you ever thought about being a flight attendant?" And I said, "Well, since I was seven, and I had the Barbie and Ken dream jet." And played with it incessantly. And then we flew to first class to Hawaii once. And it was a 747 that had the bar upstairs. Piano say, like, bar. Oh, the piano bar. So we were first Smoking, class. Smoking, 
Could you uh, smoke on probably. it? Probably. No. So my parents went up there and the flight of the stewardesses. Stewardesses. Right back then. Crack myself Coffee, back tea, then. or me. Uh, essentially babysat my brother and I in first class. And we had a ball. And every little book I can find from when I was like able to write said I wanted to be a stewardess. But I went oh. to college for broadcasting and my dad wanted me to be to, to be Jessica Savage or mm-hmm. somebody like that. And so I called and I said, hey, dad, I'm going to apply with an airline. He goes, what? And I said, just for a couple of years. I'm going to see the world. And then, so now what do I have? 22 years in aviation. <laughs> and you're back at it. I'm back at it. I stopped for yeah. the kids. And I was with a major airline and now I'm with a minor major airline. Um, no, well, no, still still a good job. Day is. trips and all that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Lindley, what about, what about you? What uh, life lesson that you had early on? I'm going to get in trouble for this. I think this is. Why would you get in trouble? Well, I, I mean, <laughs> I'm always in trouble. <laughs> it can be your own life lesson that does not involve Tell me, yeah. uh, John. No, I'm turning around. I'm watching John dig a hole very I slowly, and it's kind of fun. And his Christmas would have thought jacket. I would have practiced what to stay away from. I don't from know John. why he thinks I'm going to throw him in front of the bus He's, because there's really. I was not on the bus. I was not even near the bus. <laughs> You're back the only then. one with a page. There's a whole page one, one point oh, one point five. So yeah. Yeah, no, I'm I'm very thankful for John, and he's been just an incredible support system and encouraging me like to do my own thing. And you know, as an entrepreneur, it's it's a hard road to go down. And I don't know, I admire people that do it without um, a spouse that helps pitch in and help take care of things. And I know I wouldn't be able to do it without without his help and without him and always being there. And he's really good at crisis management too, which is awesome. Cause when I get in situations and I don't know what I should say or how to handle it, he's just somebody that's so great to bounce um, ideas off and conversations, have conversations with ahead of time and kind of get my head around stuff. So. And so, you're, you're schooling. Go ahead. Well, before, you know, that pancakes and champagne lunch, uh, there was probably things going on in your head. Things weren't working, things you wanted to do. Um, I'm not happy here. I want to make a change. What was your head like then? Talk about, because I think there's people everywhere that have those thoughts and go, they, they just don't act on them. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they do. We well, still have those thoughts, don't we, <laughs> running businesses? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I've been very thankful for the decision. I haven't looked back one day. I've been very grateful um, for everything that's happened and the, what led up to that event. I'm very grateful for it now, even though I wasn't at the time, but I went to work for um, a lady that was, Batshit crazy, if I can say that word. <laughs> um, there went our PG rating. It always happens. It always happens. Yeah. She would just break down the designers that were working there and, you know, crush their spirit and make them not want to do design anymore. And we're talking about like really talented, amazing young women. And it just got, to, got me to the point where I couldn't take it anymore. And I was like, I'm out of here. I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, and I called John and he was like, so proud of you, baby. You know, we'll figure this Good. out. And you know, I was always supportive and I'm, I'm thankful. Didn't expect to have my own business, never planned on it. Daughter of a serial entrepreneur. So now that I look back on it, it kind of makes sense. But Perfect. <laughs> sure, you were built to do this and it's all women on your staff. So uh, we, no, we have Tyler now. Oh, no, yeah. we've got this diversity. Yeah, we've got yep. Where's a guy. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, no, we do. Hey, he's, 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 he's a good dude. He's quiet. Yeah. your coffee. What's uh, he done? No. <laughs> He clean your car. <laughs> he's amazing. Missed a spot. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all abusing. Senior interior designer. He's amazing. We're very, oh, he is? Yeah. Okay. Very grateful to have him on our team. All right. I got to meet him. <laughs> All right, so, uh, Kim, so you, you flew and then you had uh, two wonderful boys. 
uh, Joey and Justin, mm-hmm. and both went to Auburn or go to Auburn, yep. right? Um, but where did did you take a pause to have kids and raise kids, or did you fly through that or work on other things? Or I can't. I paused for about I should a know year, this, but okay. And I was, you know, going to the gym, working out with my girlfriends, having coffee, lunch every day. And then the principal at their school said, would you ever think about working at the school? I have a job that I think you'd be perfect for. And I said, no, no, I don't think so. So she asked me three times and it started out part-time. I said, okay, I'll come try it. And if I don't like it, I won't do it. And so I worked at their school in the library, which is kind of interesting. Where you hear every, it's like being the janitor. (laughs) I've probably told you this story, but my, my mom worked in the media center and my brother was six years younger and she heard all the scoop and stuff she would hear. You know, people didn't think that she was listening. And it got to be one point, I don't know, years later, she said, John, do you know, in grade school, Jeff was really well-liked. He was quiet, but you were never well-liked. <laughs> I'm like, she goes, no, people were stabbing you all the time. I'm like, really? I'm just like in therapy over that now. But I can see it because he, he was a super sweet kid. So you heard some of the scuttlebutt, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was the therapy center for 500 children on a daily basis. But I loved it. I loved the kids. And I was one in green hair at St. Patrick's Day. Oh, and, yeah, you, you know, right. I have a pink squid hat. How many people have a pink squid hat? Mm-hmm. How I, many people have been bitten by an otter? I mean, you exactly. know, I mean, you With a nickname and a yeah. scar. Well, <laughs> 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 All righty then. So she worked in the library and was used to going around the world and then worked in a building with no windows. And so there was a little bit of an adjustment there. And uh, But uh, Williamson County schools are very parent run. The, the parents are heavily involved and it was just a great situation. She retired from there, did 15 years in the school. So uh, it was a long time, but Mrs. King, everywhere we go, there's these little kids, Mrs. King, Mrs. King. And I think that was kind of endearing to you because I'd say go out to Publix and get a case of beer. And she said, I can't get beer. There's going to be kids there. <laughs> Aww, and I'm it's like, true. Every, 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 get me beer, woman. Everybody, everybody knows Mrs. King likes a cold bus. And even now, I'm, st- I'm still surprised she doesn't drink. I mean, my God. <laughs> I'm surprised I'm not Bloody Mary's right now, actually. Uh, that's true. We did. She walked in. That's true. She walks in. She goes, where's, where's the Bloody Mary's? I'm like, what do you? This is a professional program. That's right. They're in the car. No, I'm just just kidding. So then I worked at the school, retired from there, and then went back to flying. I love it. Uh, One one other quick question. Knowing Joe Elvis through the years and being a rock and roll celebrity, a rock and roll drum player, um, was was that like, you know, hey, I'm, I'm I'm with the guy. I mean, I'm with, you know, you know, my husband, you know, Joe, you, you must know him, you know, and then to be a rock and roll, were you a groupie at no, all or not? We, you didn't go down that road. No. And you we were met, a stewardess, we, but you weren't a, right. a groupie. Oh, and I tried really hard not to marry a pilot and <laughs> I married a pilot. Um, same guy, yeah. but um, <laughs> no, I was in broadcasting. So I called the radio station thinking I was talking to an engineer because our engineer would pick up the phone and, um, we started talking about golf. And, and so uh, I had never heard of Joe Elvis. First time I saw his band, I'd never heard of his band. I thought it was like this three-piece little like jazz thing. <laughs> Ooh, fu- j- jazz fusion at a Ramada Inn. <laughs> <But> yeah. <laughs> with, the, with the leather, with the, with the, uh, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the uh, mullet. Yeah. But he was, he was like a yummy dude. We had all the stuff in common. 
<laughs> yummy. I can't like, I guess you will see that. But, um, Don't chew with your mouth open, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, he was a, he's a study still. Has. Okay. No, hey, he, hey. he's done well. well. I don't hear this word. Hey, so no, you don't. Know, you don't. But okay. I have, hey, have hey, on the show all the time. That's so uh, 32 stuff. minutes in. Just He's going to put that on a loop. And it, whenever they're fighting or, he, you know, she doesn't make the bed, she's, you, know, you won't play that. <laughs> yeah, our first date was a blind date playing golf. Never met a woman playing go- who played golf. Uh, what are we now? Early nineties, I guess. So, um, yeah, 92. Yeah, that was, uh, that was our first date. And then that was, I think 30 years ago. Right here. Did you know, street. did you know that, that, that was, or did you go, this guy's pretty good, but no, no. Oh, here's the true story. Well, this is an addition to the story that a lot of people don't know is that when he called me, we were setting up this blind date and he was, we were going to meet. No, he was going to come to my house. And then he called me back and we were going to meet. And he said, now, I want to tell you a couple of things about myself. He goes, do you mind tattoos? I said, no, I don't mind tattoos. He said, well, because I have one on my upper arm. And can I say this word? Uh, It says bitch on it. His tattoo says bitch on his arm. Your parents must be so proud. On all four fingers. (laughs) Is that what you're doing? So he didn't have that. And then then he like picked me up and my car didn't start. So he ended up picking me up and I'm looking out the people. My mom had said, take your mace. Golf is safe. (laughs) (laughs) And then he proceeded to tell me about, I don't know. Other things that weren't true about him. And I think I said being, I was going to pick you up in a van with no windows. Oh, a van! No, the bumper was tied on. <laughs> the oh bumper God. was tied on with a hanger. I yeah. mean, who's telling? You haven't even met this person. It's actually a candy. It's actually an ice cream truck. A van with no with windows. That's dirty and a no van. Yeah, and it's playing the silly oh, music with and, the bumper and what tied can, on. He's going to offer you I candy. Got, I got long black hair and yeah. beard, and so I show up looking like this, like Ned in the first reader. So you and didn't so, know. You didn't know anything. I'd I mean, never seen him. No, and there wasn't the internet that you could google what joe elvis looks like right because he told me he had long dark hair that he only had to wash once a week (laughs) (laughs) and she still went i mean just take your mace golf is safe (laughs) (laughs) take your you don't you don't have a uh uh i mean we've told the story before meeting at pf changs and it was just a chance meeting you know i she says we met at a a bar i say it was a restaurant i ate that i ate that (laughs) night at the bar (laughs) <laughs> but but do you know you often loaded question but you kind of knew yeah it was it was wild because we met um had you know a conversation at the bar and both had a few cocktails um you kissed me on the cheek before you left and i had butterflies in my stomach Aww. like wild and then thought about you that night you called later that night you called the next day we talked on the phone <laughs> restraining order it was, it, it, we it went down a Terrible road quickly. Uh, no. uh, hung up the phone after that call and called my mom and I cried. And she was like, what's going on with you? And I was like, well, I just talked to this guy. And I I think I think there's like something crazy, something real here. And she's like, okay. I was driving down to St. Simons to help my parents move that week. Um, so John and I didn't get to go on a date for another week and a half maybe. But we talked on the phone a lot. I stalked him on the internet. Um, she, she, she knew, she knew me then. <laughs> yeah. And once we got together, we, we were together. That was, that was the end. She would break up with me on a Thursday and then we'd, we'd like, what was it? Because I was working so much. You worked so much. Yeah. I would be like, so done come Monday afternoon. Like I can't do this. Like I need somebody that's around. Um, cause you were 
traveling with the Titans mm -hmm. and doing the coaches show on Monday, working 24 hours without any sleep, which is just insane to think about being on live TV without any sleep. And I would be like, I just can't do this. I need more attention. And then by Thursday, I was madly in love with you again. <laughs> <laughs> Rinse, repeat. It's like, a, it's like a cure song. Friday. That's, love. that's exactly, that's exactly, that's exactly right. So what did you think when well, you saw John? What, what was your first takeaway? You thought... Oh, his eyes were just gorgeous. Eyes, okay, yeah. the eyes. John does nice. have quite unique eyes. Yep. Mm. eyes. He and he tried on my jacket, which was a little different oh. at the bar. Always, <laughs> always open the trial. I, I, I have the ladies. I have the ladies' moves down. Let me tell you. Hey, not the first. Not the first time you've worn women's clothes. <laughs> but John, I knew you first. Yes, you did. I oh, knew this you is first. Good. Tell the story real quick. Well, John used to be in my living room in Fort Myers, Florida, at six and eleven every single day, as he was our sportscaster. And we're always real into sports. And then there was the Edison Pageant of Light Parade Down where he Myers, in yeah. Fort Myers. They do this celebration of Thomas Edison. And it's a really big deal celebrating light bulbs and things. Every float's a light bulb. But Every, it's pretty cool. It's, well, it's and everything's named that. The mall's named Edison. Edison mall. The, the, you know, the street's Edison. <laughs> but the guy lived there like four months a year and we're just owning him. <laughs> like, it. like he's, you, you know, doing. you make stuff I mean, up he just, in Florida. Yeah. So he, yeah. So, so what station were you at then? Uh, WBBH, the NBC station. And you were the sports, station. like the sports director guy? Yeah. yeah. He was, well, he was, was the that? MC of this particular parade. And I was on the court of Edisonia going up for the king and queen, which is this. So did we pass across paths? We crossed paths. You or anything like well, my float went in front of your booth, but little well, did there's, you. There's there's that. That's like don't you remember how don't you remember? How dare you remember? Well, it is hard to remember because each of us had a bottle of something underneath our dresses on that float, so we sailed by waving quite happily. You're so glad I didn't meet her. Yeah. <laughs> this whole dynamic, who knows? It's a Florida thing. A fork yeah. in the road. Uh, we're getting to that. <laughs> Joe, I think they know the segment. It's it just is. silly pew, questions. Pew, 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 pew. Nothing's rapping about it. And Joe, it's your first question. All right, and Lindley. to whom? Uh, Lindley. Go on to Lindley. All my questions will go to Lindley. Okay, I'll go to Kim. You got it. Um, so we did. A lot of show prep going on. <laughs> I want you to know that. We did. We, talk. we studied minutes for this. <laughs> we did talk music earlier. What's What are you listening to now, Lindley? Another band I like a lot. We went to see in Chicago recently was Dope Lemon. Okay. They're, they're an Australian band. So good. Describe like rock, a little electronica, a little uh, bit of everything. Yeah, a little electronica. They had kind of a reggae vibe, okay. um, a little bit. And how do you listen? Are you on the uh, Apple all the time, or do you? I, I, I'm still amazed to process the CDs. I listen to CDs. I want more people on my team. Well, we no, listen no to LPs is. too. We have records. I know. But how you know, do you listen? Government cheese CD. In you the do? Car. Yeah. But you don't ever, do you ever listen to it? In the car, yeah. Huh. In the car. <laughs> we're going to move on. Just in the car. <laughs> uh, are you a, Kimmy, are you a purger or a hoarder? <laughs> oh, God. I veer closer probably to hoarder, but I'm not a hoarder. Like all the kids, little A wife kid. that wants it both ways. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Well, let's not go to Oregon. <laughs> I've got some stories about Joe. No, so I, I don't purge. Like, I can't stand this on my shelf. And I have, like, the kids' artwork. I save the best of it, and it's in a Tupperware bin under their oh, beds. They'll appreciate um, throwing that away someday. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I would say you're a collector, though. You have some oh, amazing Oh, I like collection. that, Lindley. Yeah. 
that's that's probably a better way, a collector. What do you collect? Oh, I've got shells from Sanibel. I've got um, coins. You got your little coins. airline thing. Oh, my airline room. You've probably seen that. I have seven, 27 first-class seats that are like gaming chairs for the kids to play in. Oh, that's cool. I have old glassware, which they don't even have, you know, a few airplanes, maybe first-class, but I have them like from National Airlines, Eastern Airlines, um, all, all People's defunct. Express. Pan Am, <laughs> TWA. All of them. <laughs> all of them. Gandhi. That's, that was just a great era in aviation, that old 70s. You used to dress up all the time. First class was first class. They'd serve meals. And that that was our era of flying. So it's uh, those collections mainly are from that era. Because Sims like Kim's like 64. So <laughs> she's she Not. was right in the middle of all of that. And uh, that's that's what's kind of fun. About and it. what I don't like about it now, and I know this is not rapid fire, but I uh, a, pet, <laughs> a, pet, a pet peeve, and may, that's going to be the next question, a pet peeve of yours. Um, I don't understand people wearing, uh, I, you can call it athleisure, uh, but some people wear their plaid, like their pajamas in in flip flops and a and a and a wife beater shirt, and I'm like. I, I know you're going to a Greyhound in the sky, but it used to be romantic and it used to be flying was sexy and sexy yeah. and we're, we're being world travelers and all that. Now you, you look like you're down at the bus depot and putting on the first 50 people that walk in. And try working where I work. Does that bother We're ultra low cost. Are you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you see, so you see that you love it, but it's like, man, don't you just want to go have a little respect or no? I think so. Um, people wear on airplanes, what I don't wear to the grocery store. <laughs> right. Even. And I understand if it's 4 a.m. and your kids are still in their pajamas. But uh, it's just not classy like it used to be. Different. Oh, Lindley, next round. If you could get, go back and give your 18-year-old self advice. Oh, boy. What would it be? I was afraid you were going to ask me that question. Because <laughs> I think the honest truth is there's nothing I would have listened to. I was so rebellious and had so much angst and oh. was a jerk basically <laughs> yeah i wish i would have been nicer to my parents and understood a little bit what they were going through probably at the time um that's yeah. the perfect answer there <laughs> that's that's pretty good kim yep. pet, pet peeve other than the sometimes the attire well, on planes my biggest pet peeve on planes is people that take off their shoes oh. and then like put them up on yeah. the table <laughs> Like at my place, we have to clean. Does the your plane have down wings and an I mean, what what do you what do you fly on? We're not that bad, but no. I do find like toenails on the ground sometimes. But my oh other my, pet, my no. other pet peeve is people that get drunk in the airport bar and then get on the plane, and they're that's a big hard deal. to deal with. Why are you looking at me? I'm not okay. Because you're you ask the, John. You asked the question. A little, a little sensitive, but she, no, you wouldn't get like that. I mean, I had a guy. That we ended up throwing off, throw, throwing off the plane because he, yeah, so he was drunk. throwing up. And yeah. so I'm like, oh, that was a rough day with that guy. So I get on my couch, glass of wine, feet propped up. Here comes the news, and there's his mugshot. He got arrested. Uh, the police. Oh my Seriously. god! The police they, at the airport. He was resisting arrest. Like the, the cops said, sir, where were you born? Your mother's house. Oh my god! <laughs> was horrible. Oh, sassy. It was horrible. Yeah. No, not what I, I was with you on that. Not only was he arrested, but it was like four cops with the hammer lock slammed down. I mean, and this guy was just on an airplane like a half hour prior. Yeah. So don't be an idiot. Dude got tasered. Don't be an idiot. Oh, my God. <laughs> don't, don't taser me, bro. Your mama's house. <laughs> <laughs> You're up, Joe. Uh, Lindley, what is uh, perhaps um, an insult that you received that you're proud of? Oh, man. 
That's maybe one. I guess Give that's directed example. towards your work. Like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. We all get pushed back where we think we're really doing well. And for John and I in broadcasting, would always take one test room or auditorium test where they go, you really suck. And oh, yeah. the only people that watch you are 14 yeah. year old children in jail and stuff like that. You know, something always comes out. What's an insult maybe that motivated you or in your work or anywhere that you said, you know, it's not sitting real well. And it actually kind of fires me up. Well, I mean, when you described that example, I can think when I very first started doing some multifamily work, we were redoing a um, clubhouse. And so we pulled out all the old stuff and put it in a pile in in front for the trash collector to come and had moved already the the newer things inside. And one of the residents came out and were like, I can't believe, you know, who would get rid of this stuff? It looks so much better than what they're doing inside. And I was like, okay. (laughs) You're not my audience, but <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah. yeah, the lady thought because you had just redone the clubhouse. Yeah, this is again ten years ago. But she wanted yeah. the plastic ivy to remain, and I just gotten rid of it. So <laughs> plastic ivy, <laughs> nothing says classy like plastic, like plastic ivy. Sorry, I'm not picking on your tree back there. <laughs> That's a ficus. Too... <laughs> is that it's a what ficus? Is right? It, is it is it yeah. real? Yeah. No, That's no, not real. No, no, okay. No, it's no, not real. John, John was that guy. I'm not the bigger. I won't. I'm not a big Arby Day, Arbor Day fan or something. I don't know my trees or something. Sorry, sorry about that. Favorite, if you're dead or alive, if you could have a um, a guest for dinner or two, dead or alive, could be. Don't overthink it, Kimmy. I am. Okay. You know me. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've, I, John McEnroe. <laughs> that's a good one. I mean, okay. I, I don't know where that's coming from, but I, I just, <laughs> I love tennis. I played competitive tennis. Of course as a you did, because it's one he thing. He was my hero. I, you know, he was obviously very naughty, but in his language and stuff like that. But um, I loved his fire when he played tennis. And I never really had that. I'd get mad at myself and hit balls over the fence and quit. <laughs> but, but, but he was just Take really far. He'd be fun home. to hang out with. Or, you know, maybe yeah, one of my favorite, the lead singers from Squeeze. I thought Dude, it'd be Jeff that? Lynn. Oh, uh, Jeff Lynn. Love, love yeah. Squeeze. Love Squeeze. We Jeff Lynn of uh, uh, ELO. ELO. Oh. When we moved in together, her, hmm. her her music collection came into mine, and that's about where it sits now. Hers on this side <laughs> and mine on that side. We were incredibly opposite ends of the spectrum. She was kind of 80s. 80s dance euro stuff and i was yeah. all the, the the van halen uh 80s arena rock that you could you could take that i'd bang away on my drums so um i'll throw that question to lindley lindley who was who's somebody you would have eat with that you could pick have a dinner with dead or alive i think my my current crush is mel robbins <laughs> and that is she's a um some of self-help guru oh yeah, she's pretty good. Yeah, she's yeah, really no, good. Yeah, she makes it makes a lot of total sense. In relation you, to Tony Robbins? I don't think no. so. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. That's what he does. Is that is that who <laughs> is that who you would is that okay? I thought I thought you I thought it'd be some rock star or something other than Tom York, but no. I mean, there's a lot. I don't know. Okay, we'd have a full table yeah. if you gave it. That was, we were both kind of look at each other. One was, wasn't expecting that question, yeah. but I like it. Well, when I came in to really dig in the Kings of Leon, Lindley was already on board with it. Mm-hmm. I think you took her to a show already. Uh, then maybe perhaps at the Bridgestone. But didn't you have dinner near them one night or something? Uh, this is a pretty good story. Yeah, I was at a smaller restaurant, and um, what's this? The singers Caleb Falwell had walked in with his wife, who's a Victoria's Secret supermodel. This was probably 10 years ago. Um, gorgeous, of course. 
and sits down at the table next to us, and I was having a lunch with a client, and I said, um, I passed him a note. I said, we're going to act like we're in high school, and I passed him a note, and it says, you're sitting next to a Victoria swimsuit supermodel, and he looked up at me kind of sheepishly, and he said, well, Lindley, I, I always thought you were pretty. And I was like, not me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Give me the, awesome. old, the old arrow, you know, with your hand <laughs> hiding the arrow, like, next That's to us. That's not me. Back. Yeah. <laughs> I'll I like that. <laughs> uh, one more for you, Kim. Uh, let, me, let, me, let me make this. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll do with the 18-year-old. I like that. What would you give your advice? Uh, no, I want this. Well, something you'd, well, this could go on all day. You know, <laughs> you know, right. Spin the wheel. Um, <laughs> if you, <laughs> this is, and you know, Joe, you're going to go, oh, geez. Um, name something that you got away with. Something you did that you got away with. This morning? It could, it, well, <laughs> it could be, you know, stealing a piece of candy from a pharmacy when you're eight. It could be, you know, my, my well-worn story is I took a car out when I was 13 and got caught because I pulled up in back with my parents, which is never good. So, <laughs> but I didn't get away with that. Give me something you got away with. Well, if I had more time to think, it would probably be more poignant than this. But it's very, one time I was at H.G. Hill's grocery store and I had the cat litter on the bottom of the cart and I kind of forgot it was down there. And I got back to my car. I'm like, oh, they didn't ring up the cat litter. Well, so I just said next time I'll buy two or something. You, you rebel. So then the next time I went into H.E.G. Hills, is that even still around? I don't think it is. But so I was in the grocery store and I had the cat litter on the bottom. I'm like, I want to see if they miss it again. <laughs> sure. Now it's a game to you. <laughs> and, you know, there's no reason for me to petty theft at all. But it was just kind of a game to see. Don't they ever look on the bottom? I guess is my point. Okay. And so you got away with it. I got away with it just twice, but okay. maybe three times. <laughs> but it, it kind of that's became called, this that's little. called a serial. Uh, so you they, have a problem. Why do you have a shelf on the bottom if they're not, not going to look. look on the bottom? Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then they, there were cameras. <laughs> I <had> karma, Kim. <laughs> I know, but it was just a total of maybe like. Back then it was three dollars, so maybe nine dollars. Okay. So I like donated to so Salvation Army. So you basically Army or stole, and you found ways sure. to validate it. That's good. Justify that's not. It. That's justified. That's good. It was like a little game, but it was so silly. I'm like, why aren't you all looking at the bottom? <laughs> okay, take it. Would y'all mind if I had some rapid questions for Kim? No, no. Go, go for oh. Kim. Whoa! Oh, no. Way to turn on a yeah. dial here. I know the second. Wow. We're Host. gonna have our. Hey, let's start our own podcast. Let's do it. It's called the Wives. The Wives. I liked little cheese sticks earlier. Lindley might have to pull out the name. <laughs> Kim. Yes. Can you tell me three things we might not know about Joe? Oh, we're going to have our own segment. Things you don't know about Joe and John. And John. You're going to have to work on that, by the way. That was, yeah. Okay. Well, I'll take Joe. For, I'll do one and then you do one. Okay. I probably can only think of a couple, but okay. Joe Elvis has a super secret crush on Judge Judy. Uh, <laughs> Judge I do. Judy. And perhaps it's the, the little, maybe it's a little lacy, sexy lacy thing she wears around her neck. Maybe I should start making doily things for my shirts. Uh, who Who is the uh, Supreme Court judge that just passed? That's uh, uh, not Sandra Meyer. Um, Sandra Day O'Connor? No. no. Oh, God. The old yeah. lady, the old, yeah. really old lady. Yeah, well, well, she was. That one. Okay. Anyway, she <laughs> that wore one. that as well. Uh, are you saying Judge Judy's in your like top five? I love uh, her spirit. 
the way she talks to people. There's no political correctness. <laughs> she absolutely tells it like it is, and it's great. In a world full of morons and their complaints and self-awareness, uh, it just cuts right through it. So yeah. I, I love more of – I would love to hang out down with just her. hearing that. That's, um, oh, it's yeah, great. That's just, I mean like good. 100 on the DVR. Oh, it's great. <sighs> well, I don't delete things. <laughs> that's but, but it's great. Order. Oh, her show's great. Love it. Love the double J. Lindley. What else you got? <laughs> Lindley taking over the podcast. Are you? (laughs) (laughs) He's going to start pinching your leg next. Yeah, yeah, there's going to be mutual. (laughs) (laughs) When did I do? Oh, I know it. That's another joke at another time. Anyway, yeah. No, because that did happen one time dinner. But it was anyway. Go ahead. Something you might not know about John. He has sneakers in every single color, so that when he gets dressed to go to the gym in the morning, his Outfit matches perfectly. <laughs> it's David Lee Roth. It's not how you play, it's how you look. Uh, so, I never thought that about you. Uh, <laughs> she says with dripping sarcasm. No, I just like to, uh, yeah, I, I got on this Nike uh, ID. You can personalize, uh, and I went, I went a little overboard. Yeah. There's worse addictions, right? Okay. For sure. What I else you got there, the, honey? One of the amazing things about you, though, though, is you have like perfect color memory. Like he can pick out a thread and a suit or yeah. an accent color and a tie and then go shopping. I was always good at that. I could do that. You are still probably one of the best dressed guys on TV. And John has six million ties. And when I was doing TV weather, he gave me like mm-hmm. 20 of them. And they're my 20 best ties. For sure. Um, you know, you've always dressed great. So that's not really too odd that you have 62 pair of shoes. Yeah. Is it my turn again? And Kim, colors. tell us something else. We don't okay. know about Joe. Joe. Has yeah. has kept every single scorecard from every single golf round, and he's got a drawer full of them. There's and a whole even, drawer. Even in Michigan, there's this little hidey hole, and his mom might hear this, and now she knows where he's got all these <laughs> old ones. Oh, from he has Michigan. more than he has more than golf scorecards there. <laughs> but little does he know, like if he doesn't put it in the hidey hole right away, it goes in recycling. Twelve-year-old Joe <laughs> did not. I do. I throw them out. I'm like, we do not need any more golf squads. Why do you keep I know who's the order now. What purpose? Like, are you going to go back to 1982 and look at the ninth hole? <laughs> I think I think my original goal was to build some stats, John. I need some stats. Like, how many fairways <laughs> we hit and how many greens. And uh, to watch my pattern that my score has never changed in 10 years. <laughs> I suck. <laughs> I no, don't you're know pretty why. good. Yeah. You're pretty good, but that's yeah, that's a lot of scorecards. That's that's it a quirky. Is. That's a quirky thing. Yeah. At what point in your life are you going to go back and like record? <laughs> <laughs> what when? What at what point in your life are you going to go back to record? Record like, stats. Your stats. Oh, I don't know. Okay. I always thought it's called hospice. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Got to do something. I'll make it a quilt out of all yeah. of <laughs> I think so. Been a good time to do it, maybe. But yeah, quarantine would have been. Yeah, what did you do for three years? Yet, wonder what we could do. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Missed opportunity there. Jeez, dude. I thought you know, as I watch football and drink beer, I could run some stats, John. <laughs> it's not weird. Everybody does that. What else you got there, yeah. sweetheart? Go ahead. Pull out another one, Lily. Yeah, yeah this is uh, getting Joe, interesting. you might have this addiction, too, but John is addicted to getting his car washed. Oh, yeah, me too. Oh, like, yeah. every day, I think, thing. before that, we go out of town, as soon as we get back. Before, when you're going to get run into bugs, there's going to be bugs all over it, but yeah. it's got to be spick and span clean yeah, before right. we leave the house. Runs and it's better. just going to get yeah. trashed. Well, then why do, you, why do you shower if you're just going to get dirty? <laughs> oh, okay. why, do you, why, why do you make a bed when it's just going to get unmade? 
No, seriously, why do you make the bed? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just kidding. All right, are we good with this? We got, we so. got one, we got one more here. Joe and John have come to the fork in the road. Yeah, this could be anything only that. Uh, well, no, I'm going to go Kim, right? I, I, I'm sorry, um, but you, but you have, yeah, with all your different careers and things and interests, you've done, you both have lived really interesting lives. We've got a lot of forks. You got, yeah, it's just, uh, you can't have it all, but uh, you can have it all. You just can't have it all, all the time. So you've done some really cool things, but do you, name another fork or something that happened where, you know, did you get a letter from the uh, uh, University of Florida and you didn't get in, or maybe you would have gotten it. You certainly, if you got into Stetson, you certainly would have gone. Did you go on a, a, a scholarship? Uh, playing softball or no? No, no, it okay. was a walk on. Okay, but, so. but it was interesting. We were slow pitch in Florida, and I was the shortstop. And then they switched on a dime to fast pitch. <laughs> oh my goodness! I'm like my reaction time, even at 21, was not or 18, whatever you are when you go to college. Park me in left right yeah. field. Yeah. Yep. No, okay, but yeah. but yeah, what would be a fork? As you you know, I'm not can't wouldn't be a regret, but it's just something you you. Is there a what if in your life? Oh, well, you know, I've been blessed that I've always had jobs, jobs that I had a lot of fun. Yeah. I've always had a lot of fun. So maybe broadcasting, if I'd stayed in, it wouldn't have been that much fun. But, um, you know, an interesting fork for me is within my first airline job. And right out of training, we were ready to go on our first trip. Scheduling called us and I was going to Allentown and back to Detroit. Woo woo. That's exciting. And my roommate was seven days, Japan, Korea all over the world. And she didn't have her credit card. And she, I can't leave the country without a credit card. So we called and begged for them to switch. So my first trip was that seven days, Korea, Japan, blah, 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 which uh, led me to meet people that lived in Nashville because they were on the flight, which is the reason I came to Nashville and met Joe Elvis. So had we not switched I would never have met people in Nashville. I would never have come here, and my life would have been very, you know, different. That is a Hall of Fame fork in the road. Meant to be. Yeah, that was, you talk about that, my goodness. And her family's from Delaware. My family's from (laughs) Delaware. Came a point we thought we might be related. (laughs) Did you you do a little DNA test there? And we're in Tennessee. We're like, that's okay here, honey. (laughs) First cousins rule. Don't worry about it. It's too much. Lindley, is there a, uh, do you have a sliding door moment, uh, perhaps, where you could have gone this way? You turned and went that way? Well, I, I was expecting this segment, so I thought about it a little bit. Um, and I'm not, John, you're safe for this one. But <laughs> for now. <laughs> for now. <laughs> really, he just sat down in his seat. Uh, <laughs> but what I, I was thinking about after I'd been in business for a couple of years, um, my best friend, Shane, and Makula, she, I heard her complaining at her job. She's an interior designer. We met in college. Um, and I was like, hey, come work with me. It'd be fun. And then everybody's like, oh, God, Lindley, you never, ever go into business with your best friend. What are you, what are you thinking? So we were good friends with Ron Gobble and Steve Hayes at the time who had built an amazing architecture firm called Gobble Hayes. It's GHP now, um, run by Ron's daughter, do amazing work. Um, and they were best friends, vacation together, travel together, built an amazing business together. And they had done it for probably 50 years, 40 years. Um, so they were very encouraging to Shane and I and said, Hey, just, just go for it. So I'm very thankful that we did. And I just don't think I could run the business that I have now without Sheenan by my side, um, being my partner. And she's just been incredible. And like I said before, without John's help too, it just, 
I couldn't do it without the two of them. So I'm very, very thankful and glad that that fork in the road happened. Um, and Shannon decided to come with me. A plus. How about that, huh? You never know. This is pretty good. The wives edition ain't so bad. Oops. <laughs> we got coffee all over everything. All right, we got this. You gotta wear shades. So, you gotta wear shades. How is the future bright being with the two of us? Wait, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, look at John's shirt. He's already plugged in, I think. <laughs> Go ahead, Lindley. Uh, that, that doesn't have to be involve us, but what's uh, what's something that's out that, you know, we both are very blessed to have had great jobs, still continue to grow and change in our lives. I think that's the one thing between all our marriages is none of us are in the same place as when we first met. Mm-hmm. There's been, been a lot of change. Uh, but that's what makes a great marriage is being able to change. You know, Kim and I have been married 26 six years, but it hasn't always been great. There's been a lot of stress. I've had four different careers. We had kids. Um, things are tough. Uh, but that's that, what makes a great team and being together is always being able to turn and grow together. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Lindley, what's what's something that, you know, what's inspiring to you in your marriage and in your life, your business, that's uh, that makes you say, man, I got a long road ahead of me. <laughs> Giving you the evil eye here. I know. I I was like, I think I might spin it to John and just say, you know, I mentioned Mel Robbins earlier. She's her books to me have been very inspiring, and I take I take a lot of her um, advice to heart. One of the things she talked about was, you know, if you have a dream, you're thinking about pursuing it. You know, you got to take the first step. You got to do something to make that happen. And I had heard John talk about wanting to do a podcast for a while, and I was like. You know, no, probably it's unlikely that somebody's going to come and invite you to to do a podcast with them. I think you're going to have to take that first step. And that's just the way the world works these days. It's different. You know, it's not the way it used to be. And you have to put yourself out there. Um, and he did that. He took that leap with you, Joe. And I'm so excited about it. I think you guys are doing an amazing job. And I look forward to hearing each one every week. I kind of dread this one a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you had some some real angst, and I don't because we talked. I think a, a couple of shows ago against get, getting out of your comfort zone. And we, as we get older, it's easy to get to routine and just do the same thing, same restaurant, same golf course, same. And um, you, you just kind of got us out of our comfort zone, you know. And so I'm I'm thankful for that, and I think that. Uh, um, if you can do that, it's, you're always growing. And, uh, I, I'm not the same person I was five years ago. I'd like to think a little better, you know, but I've changed. When you think about it, you change your opinions, you change your way of thinking. You just change things like, you know, I, I'm now, I'm, I'm, I'm terribly obsessed with college football now, which I wasn't even 10 years ago. And I did it for a living. And so I, I just think it's, it's okay to change. It's okay to add new things and do different things. So I'm glad, Joe, that, that you did that. That's a good answer, baby. Me? C. <laughs> well, I think it, it's kind of interesting now because we're at a point in our lives where the, the kids are adults. Yeah, you know, the youngest one just mm-hmm. turned 21 and uh, finishing up college, and he wants to go to law school. The other one's working on his master's. So it's kind of like Joe and I are at a point where, yeah, you're sad that they they are your kids. They're always your kids. But you've kind of they've evolved into adults and you don't take so much of the parenting role anymore. 
which is good. You pat yourself on the back and said, we did a good job. Nobody got arrested or anything. And um, now, you know, now what? So obviously on the future, there'll be probably grandkids or something along the way. But um, I think it's kind of good that we're in jobs that we enjoy. And, um, you know, we, we keep pressing on now as just us again. And that was a phase of having kids and it was fun. It was great. And we did well. And, and now the future looks really bright. Just us with them yeah. as a family and whatever, you know, their families evolved into. So one of the things I thought would happen is our friends have gotten to the empty nest age. I thought we'd get to see them more and hang out more, but no, you guys kind of <laughs> want to hang out together. and it's <laughs> Or we're just not in town oh, yeah. at the same time. Yeah. But after this next year. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we've always, uh, we've been. Uh, we still haven't been to your pool yet. I haven't been yeah, to. Have. That, yeah, you have. That, no? No, not as a thing. Well, we go for the party, Christmas party that you have. Yeah. It's awesome. But uh, it's too cold to get in your pool, which is open. Did you close it this year? No, we don't. So it's still open. Yeah. So I'm not going to. You don't want to get in it. No, no it, it, it looks like, it doesn't look like SeaWorld. I can tell you that. But it's I, just, I thoroughly <laughs> enjoy, uh, we absolutely enjoy hanging out with you. It's it's a. When you go out with the with the Dwyers, it's a full throttle, excellent restaurants. Always excellent yeah. drinks. We laugh our asses excellent, off too. Excellent, great time. What you want to do? It yeah. is. It's a, It's fun. Remember Valentino's? Oh yeah, uh, Valentino's. Remember Valentino's, Valentino's in the old house? Yeah, we had a lovely dinner. A like couple of bottles of wine. Dinner. Very very nice. It was awesome. And then we uh, went up. We were starting to leave. We're like, what's through this door? <laughs> and the four of us are like high school kids going in a ghost house or something. We're sneaking through these doors. It was like this totally underdeveloped storage part of the house, but it was part of the house. It was very cool. It was very cool. Yeah, was but funny, then we but... stumbled into somebody's like private club smoking lounge too. I don't know where the hell that came from. <laughs> I don't know, but it was it was a good night. We were silly. Hey, we appreciate you uh, again taking time out, and you know we dragged you here. And and Lindley, I know it, this is not. Um, your favorite cup of tea to do this, but thank you for taking uh, out of your comfort zone. She was great. I we're terrific. That. I think we should do our own podcast. We're terrific. <laughs> it should be, you know what? It should be video and you don't even have to have the audio. They're no. so beautiful. <laughs> yep. They're beautiful. Just tell your little stories, look in the camera. And now, hey, thanks for being on the second cup of Joe. And, and John. John. Oh, nice. It's the second cup of Joe <laughs> and John as their guests expound on any and all topics within the realm of decency. Want to be a sponsor? Let a TV and radio guy help build your business. Email the show, John at gmail.com. Now, hold on tight and grab another second cup of Joe and John.